Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. Sarah Fraser, I am so excited about today's show. Now, normally when we have a Danny on, because that's kind of a unique name. So Danielle is my real name. Danielle is your real name, and then everyone calls you Danny, Danny. for short. Danny with an I. Very, very popular DC blogger, Danny Souter, is here today co-hosting the show. You are blonde in the district. Yes. That is everything across every board. Yes. Facebook, Instagram, yes. Twitter. Um, you are very popular, as I mentioned. Fashion blogger, travel blogger, lifestyle. Um, and you're here today not only to comment on pop culture, but talk about your great business. Yes, I'm excited. I'm always excited to share because I always love, um, as a blogger, I always like to see how other bloggers started. So I'm excited to share. Yes, because you've had an incredible 
incredible business. You've grown so much in four years. I met you last summer, I think in it September was. September at the um, Fashion Nova at Fairfax Corner. And I loved your just spirit, and I started following you, and you you just rock who you are, your positive oh. body image, which I think is so refreshing to see. You know, like, you've probably seen my highs and lows with my body struggle. Right. But for years, there was no women to follow that just had, like, their own shape and size and right. embraced their own body. I and, know. it's And um, now it's it's great. Like, Instagram is growing so much in that that there is this body positive space and people can go and feel great about themselves instead of being like, oh, you know, that I can't wear this or I can't wear that or just be who you are and wear what you want to wear. You know what I mean? It's yes. like So it's it's great. And when I first started blogging, actually, I didn't um, the body positive movement hadn't really hit its height. Oh, yeah. So I ended up um, rebranding, but it still met my in- mission from when I started my blog and I was like this makes perfect sense you know this is great so that's how I kind of then geared to like body positive and trying to help other women boost their confidence. Well, exactly. We're going to talk about that. I want to know how you have confidence, how you keep your confidence, because it's very hard. Yes, and, it is. you know, you will talk about this, too, but you've recently attracted some people, some trolls who are commenting on your body. And I want to know how you deal with that. And then also in this tricky world of whether it's a podcast or um, a blog or somebody starting their own side hustle, it's really hard to grow it. Yes, it is so hard and it's time consuming. But you have to hustle. You have if you're going to do it, you have to hustle. You know, you can't just like do it and then hope things come to you. You have to go out and get it yourself. You know, Well, we're going to share some of your secrets. You are so generous about talking about it. And then if you're interested in starting a blog, becoming an influencer, you also host a great meetup that we're going to talk about. Uh, But we're on Facebook Live right now. We Facebook Live every single Monday and Wednesday at 1230 p.m. 1230 ish. 12:40. I mean, I usually talk to half the guests like for like 2 hours before they're even on. I'm like, I need I need all the dirt. Oh yeah, then we'll go live. Uh <laughs> so every Monday and Wednesday though, we're always live on Facebook on my Facebook page. It's Sarah Fraser. Be sure to share it right now with someone who's never heard of the show. Share it on your feed and comment on something you like. And if you are hopping on and you have a question for Danny, we're going to take some of those questions at the end. So, if you want to know about being a fashion blogger, if you want to know about being a travel blogger, how to build your own side business maybe you're a writer I mean because a lot of what Danny does applies to anyone essentially especially women starting their own side hustle business as you know branding and marketing so leave your question on Facebook right now Kayla says hi Stephanie Williams says hi uh Paul Proctor is on he says hi I'm excited to hear Danny talk so so are we hi everyone (laughs) uh we also have to thank some of our sponsors Mark Livingstone we absolutely love Cornerstone First Financial you need to go there today if you are in the mood or in the mood in the mood or in, in the market for a mortgage uh he is your guy he is the best in DC Maryland Virginia and they even work up and down the east coast so if you're listening to us in Florida they can apply uh go to cornerstonefirstfinancial.com ask for Mark tell him the Hayfresh podcast sent you all of your application fees are totally waived up to $475 you own a home Danny right no, no we rent I just and we just moved oh well I got a man for you Mark Livingstone okay Don't I'm gonna have to get his info <laughs> we're taking you downstairs immediately yes. <laughs> uh, so Mark is terrific he'll be on this podcast again answering answering some of your mortgage questions but whether you're a first time homeowner or you've bought many he is your guy so Cornerstone First Financial also we have to thank Misty Blue B F. That is a new boutique that I'm working with. Do you like this top? Yes, I do like that top. You do. I do. 
I okay. I need to go check out this boutique. Blonde in the district approved. Uh, Misty Blue <laughs> BF is locally owned, female owned. She is terrific. Tona Michelle is the woman. You can go to her website, which is mistybluebleu.com. Anything that you order, put in promo code HeyPhrase. You get 15% off everything. She has gorgeous shoes. And the best part is, this is why I partnered with her, sizes 4 to 24. Yes. Because I can't yes. stand. I used to, be, you know, when I, I've been all different shapes and sizes and I would go into boutiques and you couldn't find anything. It's the, wor- it's the worst feeling walking into a boutique and being like, there's nothing for me here. There, nothing fits me. It's like, it's I have worst. money to spend. I want to spend, you know, I want to spend money. I want to, you know, whatever. And it's like, you can't. You There's nothing to buy but in your you size. In the fashion world, do you find that more and more brands are becoming yes. really conscious and, and yes. offering lots of sizes? Oh, it's great. And like, I recently worked with Loft and they just launched a plus line and it's like what took you guys so long I'm so happy that it's here but it's like why I don't understand why it's taking so long you know what I mean the average um size of a woman is 14 16 that's I my yes. whole life I've been a size 14 16 whole life right even you know if, if um losing weight and stuff it's my body and it's it's so frustrating you know that you, when you can't find something in your size but a lot of big uh, retailers are changing and I I think it's great do you like uh okay you mentioned loft is there anybody else that you like that's really offering all different shapes sizes all different clothing so i love eloquy and i work with them this dress is eloquy but they they do sizes um they do some size 12 but primarily 14 to 28 so they only cater to plus women which i I think is really cool because so many other places don't cater to plus you know so they only cater and they have great great clothing i love them um but yeah, I gotta I, go. That wait, do they sell any like? Are they all online or do they you, have? You... In, they have a store in Pentagon City. Ooh, mm-hmm. eloquent. Okay, yeah. I'm going in. Yeah, and like they have that. great stuff. And then Mod Cloth, I love too. They do the whole inclusive size inclusive, yes. size inclusivity. If I can speak, um, and I love that they're so unique, you know, and fun styles. So I really like them too. Okay, well, I'm going in there. Uh, so look, Danny, I wanted to have you on. Like I said, we we met last fall, but I've been following- I've been li- I've been listening to you forever. Oh, God, did you listen back in the radio days? Yes, yes, yes. Really, when we were on 99.5? Yes, yes. Oh, my I God. Used to, yes, no, I used to love listening to you. <laughs> what were some of your favorite parts of oh my, my radio? Oh, my gosh. I, so I used to love the Roses. Were you still on when Roses was? Yes, where okay, the Roses so was like our number, I, our staple thing. Yeah, so I loved it, but I got to say, I felt like it was overkill at the end. I was like, haven't people caught on? Like, how how are people still not like, okay, we have some roses to deliver for you. You yeah. know, it's like, how have people not caught on? Well, it wasn't exactly real. It was so all, that was, was it all fake? Yeah, yeah. All of there it? Was, yeah, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> That mean, is so funny. And here I was thinking that it was like totally real. And I was like, how do people not know yet? Like, well, no, I always used to tell people this is like, you know, you it's illegal to put somebody on the radio, you know, without their consent. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, so I always try to lead people to that. Like, now, if we called you and you were busted cheating, would you really stay on the line? And people were like, no. I'm like, Okay, then who do you think would stay on the line? Probably someone who is a paid actor. Yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, that is so. So you guys would get paid. At, would you, yes. Would you like ha- have people just like volunteer to do it? Oh yeah, we'd have people. We'd have um, people that were paid to do it. You know, you'd you'd just basically hire like an acting service. Yeah. Like that is so funny. Yeah. I had no all this time. All this time. It's been like ten years or something. 
Well, and people too caught on to it because they do award the roses in almost every radio market in the country. Okay. So like Ryan Seacrest does Ryan's roses. And then you go to like uh, Minneapolis. There's a guy there who does rose. Like everywhere I, I, you go, I completely I missed all of this. Well, I had no idea. I think people just really love the entertainment of it. And mm-hmm. of course, the stories were like wild. And so you it was know, crazy. And you're like listening to it on your drive into work, and you're like, oh, like what's going to happen next, and all this stuff. And I used to love the commentary between like you and um, Sammy. Sammy, yes, and Kane. It's yep. so yep. funny. I just I listened to you all many mornings driving in. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. Well, see, we're old buds. Yeah. Um, But let's talk about Blonde in the District, your business. So tell me this. You have been doing Blonde in the District as a blogger for about four years. Yes. It'll be four years in October. All right. So what was the inspiration? Why did you want to start your own blog and and become an influencer? So it's it's funny. When I started, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I was in a job. I was working for a, a very small tech-based company, and I was um, doing marketing for them. And they were new, a newer company, and they didn't understand marketing. They didn't really understand business development. So all of my ideas that I would constantly bring to them, I was always shut down. I was always being told no. So yes. my confidence like in the workplace just went down because I felt like I wasn't achieving anything. And, you know, at work, you want to do a good job. Yeah, and you spend so much of your life at work, right? So if you can't be creative and expressive and feel like you're furthering the team and, like, people value you to some degree, it's, yeah, it's really hard to stay. Yeah, it was awful. So um, I decided to, since I couldn't express myself in my work, I expressed myself through my clothes. So, and that helped me boost my confidence because, like, even though I knew I was going to walk into this meeting and be told no, at least I was going to look good. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) you know, when I walk out, I'm going to look damn fucking good. I'm still going to look good, um, (laughs) even if I'm going to be told no and I I feel bad about, you know, my work life or whatever. So, um, I ended up leaving that job and I wanted to create a place that I could be. Be creative and inspire other women to look at style as a way to help boost your confidence and not be scared of it. So many people are looking at things like, oh, that's not going to I couldn't wear that or I can't, you know, um, that might not they may not have that in my size or or this and that. You know, I want people to look at style as a as a way to make you feel good. Yes. Well, that's exactly what you do every day on yours. And I love one of the things I love is like you are not afraid to like wear color, uh, highlight color. And I think that's so great. Like for me personally, following bloggers that just like live their lives in one color, I'm like, oh my God, this is torture. I know. It's so boring. boring. It's like, you know, liven it up a little bit, you know, but I get it. Some people that's their aesthetic and that's fine. Um, I I just prefer color and whimsy and fun things, you know? So when did you know though, because you basically have a whole side business. You're making money off of your Instagram, off of your blog, you're monetizing. When did you know that there was something there that you, this could actually be like a business? So I think um, for me, it's, I realized when I started to get I was in demand. People were asking me to like post things. People were asking me to host events. People, you know what I mean? People were coming to me. So I was like, okay, it, the fact that people are coming to me to, to work with me, you know, that means one, that they've liked my work. And I need to start, you know, looking at this as a business because it is. And a lot Aye. of bloggers and influencers don't look at their blog as a business. They just look at it as something that they do in their, in their free time. And, and that's fine if that's what you want to do. I know a lot of bloggers who are just like, hey, I just want to do this as an outlet. And that's fine. But for me, I was like, I'm putting so much of my time into it. Yes, you want to get paid. Yes, I want to invest and I want this to 
to be huge. Like I don't I don't know what my next steps are, but I I want to do something you know related to helping other women or, um, you know, who knows, who knows. But. Well, how did you find, how did you kind of figure out, because I'm still going through this with with owning my own podcast business and own media business, how do you figure out your worth? Okay, so that's something that I wish that <laughs> really I had hard. known. It yes. is so hard. And sometimes I'll like, you know, like um, if a brand approaches me, I'll like, and my number back or my rate and they're like uh no that like we we can't afford that or this or that and it's like people aren't you have to know your own work or yeah you know what I mean like you know how much time it takes you to do something and time is money at the yeah. end of the day time is money you know a brand is like this shouldn't be hard for you to just post a photo to your Instagram it's like no actually it's very hard I have to have it professionally photographed I have to Yes. Come up with a concept. I have to come up with the you know the theme of of the of the post and come up with a caption like all of this. And then you know I never like to sound salesy. A lot of bloggers sound very salesy. Okay. And I don't like. I try to not sound salesy because it's a turnoff for me when I see another you know like. So I try and and you know when I'm writing a caption or something I try and like not. You know, I try yeah, and it's authentic to yeah, your voice and, and who you are. And, you know, Absolutely. yeah. Do you get I get very agitated now, like after the all these years. And I try not to. I, I try not to take it personally, but I'm always blown away how many people email you and want you to post for free. Oh, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. And then when you're like, oh, like, here's are my you fucking kidding. I know. Like, what do you think? Like, I this is my work. I, I and... just got one over the weekend. Hey, I'd love to, you know, put you on my business profile and uh, I'll send someone to come take a photo of you. I'm like, if you really think like you're going to use my image and likeness uh, for a free photo, oh. like fuck off. But yeah. it just blows my mind. I know. It's crazy. I mean, that that said, though, I will work with brands like if it's a brand that I absolutely like love and they want to work together, I'll Sometimes I have to weigh weigh it out. You gotta weigh it, right? But, sure, um, sure, sure. You know, I'll sometimes do a you know in kind like a they'll provide something even if it's not like like they'll provide the, a clothing or something like that or an experience, you know, and I'll post about it. But sometimes I do that to get my foot in the door, get the relationship going with the brand, right? And um, then and then yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Then do it that way. I totally, totally hear you. Um, okay, I wanted to talk about too you um. Tell us about how you've branded your business because um, right now we see so many people becoming um, influencers on Instagram, fashion bloggers. So how have you carved a niche for yourself? Because you've really grown the past year on your Instagram following yeah. you up. You have like more than 40,000 followers. Yeah. So it's, um, I think we were talking about this earlier. You want to give people a reason to follow you. So you want, so for me, you know, Building my brand to help inspire other women and boost other women's confidence, it's, you know, it meant something to me. So that's kind of how I've, you know, approached my, my personal brand. And I want people to feel inspired when they come to my page. I want someone to go to my, like, Instagram page or my blog and say, oh, she's wearing that. I can wear that too. Right. You know what I mean? So right. I think um, just staying on brand is another big thing. Like, I, I won't work with brands that um, don't really match you know, my, my personal mission. I think, um, some bloggers that's, um, it's kind of a downfall, you know what I mean? Cause then right. if you post something and, and it's not authentic, you're going to lose, um, likeness, you know, you're going to lose, um, people aren't going to trust you as much. Right. So I think that that's important to stay on brand. If, if it doesn't like, 
if which is hard to do like it's hard to monetizing and growing and you're like oh but it's so tempting to do this no it's like but you'll see some bloggers that are like fashion bloggers and then all of a sudden they're posting um like ramen noodles or something like that and it's like uh, where did where did this go wrong like (laughs) you're talking about like style here and then all of a sudden it, it just doesn't look you know, it looks out of place on their page. And I feel like I look at other bloggers like that. You know what I mean? I'm yes. like, is this on brand with them or is it not? So I think um, staying on, staying, once you have your brand, staying on brand is like the biggest, the biggest thing. And make, give people a reason to follow you. So where do you think, I mean, because you you also, uh, you know, you have an, a second job where you, you work in the IT business. You're, you're aware of like websites and what people are buying. Where do you think, because you always hear mixed things in media, like for podcasting, for example, you hear that um, more and more TV radio dollars in the next three or four years are going to be switching to podcasting. What do you think the future is for people starting a online blogger brand, Instagram brand? Like, do you think you guys are still going to have a lot of money being funneled to you and power? Or do you think it's like being over? saturated so a little bit of both brands are um are adding budget for influencing because it's you know you're Uh, you're gonna you're gonna want to like buy something from someone who you feel you have a connection with on instagram rather than seeing it on tv you know what i mean right like if i'm gonna be promoting this water bottle you're gonna be like oh if 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 she you know what i mean like i trust her so i'm gonna go buy that water but if you just see it on tv like there's no trust there that you know what i mean Right. So that's, again, going back to staying on brand. You want to be, you know, putting things out there that other people are going to relate to and, and, and like also. So um, I think, you know, for influencers, um, it, it's still a booming market. And I think it's yeah. going to continue to be. It's it's really cool, actually, just to be part of it, you know. Oh, my God, I bet. Because I bet you're just getting hit up all the time. And it is cool to see that shift, you know, from traditional media into yeah. this new era and new influencers and, and all of that. And, like, Color Me Courtney, I love her feed. She's great. She's in. Um, you got to look in, into who that is. She's, she, yeah, she's really good. All of her um, posts are, like, bright color. She was just in an HP commercial on TV. Oh, really? Yes. And I was like, yes, girl. You go. Like, that's awesome. I, I thought it was so cool that they used a blogger for that. Yes. You know? That is really cool. Oh, my yeah. God. I love that. Yeah. Um, well, I did want to talk. That we're going to tackle some stories here, too, some pop culture stories that I want your opinion on. But you, you know, you've been doing this for four years. Every time I look at your feed, it's always nothing but positive things. And you're such an inspiration to women of all shapes and sizes. Um, but you were a part of the Washingtonian Magazine campaign. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> That uh, I don't think we even really talked about it yet on the podcast, but uh, Washingtonian Magazine probably about a month ago, right? Um, it it just they just posted it last week, so it's been only like a week. Well, oh. I posted um, it's it was a month long campaign, but they just posted the first round of their like photos like last week. I bet they're redoing some photos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, long story short, the campaign was from Washingtonian Magazine, which, you know, we I always talk about where we podcast out of D.C. Lots of people listen to us all across the country. But um, here in D.C., it's a very prominent magazine, monthly uh, magazine. That's all, all the who's who, where to go, you know, where to eat, all those great things. Right. Uh, and they launched a T-shirt campaign that's I'm not a tourist, I live here. And the story came out probably like a week or so ago, but they got an incredible amount of backlash, essentially for not diversifying the campaign. Yes. A lot of people thought it was very white. They only featured white people. Um, so tell me this. Like, you said you got a lot of of hate on yes, your Instagram. a ton of hate. Yes. Okay, so what was that like? So, first of all, it's it's never my intention to ever, you know, I'm always talking about, like, confidence and, and empowering women. So to be a part of a campaign 
this is the first time I was ever part of a campaign that really went south. So it was a huge learning experience for me. Sure. Um, I did not plan it, I will say. If I had planned it, it would have looked a little bit differently. You know what I sure. mean? It would have been diverse. And they should have had a more diverse group of influencers. Right. But they didn't. And I, I didn't plan it. You know what I mean? I was just a part of it. And um, so I started getting, like, all this, like, hate last week. And I didn't even realize that the story had come out until I it, it made sense after I saw. And, like, one of my friends texted me and was like, I commented on the Washingtonian thing. And I was like, what Washingtonian thing? Yeah. So I went and looked and I was like, oh, shit. Like <laughs> I've been there. I know. You, know? I was you like, don't even anticipate these things going left. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm right in the middle of this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, people were body shaming me. People, this um, photo. People this is were, the photo. Yeah, we yeah. put the photo up right now. Yeah, so people were body shaming me. People were telling me, like, um, go take a lap, a few laps around the monument. Like, uh, someone commented here, my big ass on this dirty ass bike, like all this stuff. And, and then people were like, you weren't born here. Uh, you're you're a poor representation of D.C. I mean, it was just it was bad. And, you know, it felt bad and it felt even worse that I was involved in this campaign and I didn't have a say in it. You know what I mean? And right. it wasn't my intention. Like, I look at the shirt and I'm like, okay, this is poking fun of the the tourists who, like, flock to the mall in their neon matching shirts and get in everyone's way and annoy everybody. You know what I mean? I didn't even think of, of, of how else it could be interpreted. And, and people's interpretation was basically directing the lack of, you know, diversity towards you. Basically yes, saying, yes. like, it, it just came out as anger towards you or yes. were people basically accusing you of being racist or... Yeah, like, so not so much of that, but people were basically, like, bashing, like, me and my influence in D.C. Ah, uh, that you and body really shaming. Yeah, a D.C. person. Yeah, yeah, that I'm not a D.C. person and all this stuff and... You know, the Washingtonian, it's so funny. The Washingtonian um, is a publication I have known of my entire life. Sure, sure. My dad was born and raised in Annandale, Virginia. My mom was from Puerto Rico. She moved here when she was 18. I was actually born here, but I grew up in Richmond. But the Washingtonian has, like, always been in my grandmother's house. Like, it's been a publication that, you know, it's it's supposed to mean something. So there's I, I never thought that being a part of cam- a campaign with the Washingtonian could be like this, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I never anticipated. And I, my goal as a blogger was to always wa- work with Washingtonian Magazine, um, and I finally did, and it was for this like campaign, right? Where you know? basically, yeah, I mean, they just, it, it, yeah, it yeah. missed the mark. They lack diversity. They, they really they, needed people of color. They need, you know, in there, and then for whatever reason, whoever planned it, you know, wasn't thinking that way. Yeah, no, it was it was poorly executed for sure. So what you said that you did learn uh, a fair amount of lessons. What um, what was the biggest takeaway from this? I think, like, locally knowing who else is going to be involved in campaigns right. before you agree to them is a big thing. I think, um, you know, not to let people get you down, because I was receiving all these messages, you know, and it's like, why Why was I targeted? And I talked to some of the other um, influencers, and they didn't get a lot of hate. I guess I was just yeah, singled you, out yeah, for yeah. whatever reason, and... Um, I think it, it, it taught me to not let some person hiding behind a private, you know, Instagram profile, like saying all these like mean things to you. They don't know me. Yeah, they, they don't know don't. my story. Like you can't you can only take what other people say and assume about you so, so far. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I think um, experiencing trolls for the first time and like 
thing. Like these people don't know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's and it's hard. I mean, I just I was telling you I just went through it recently yes. with, a, with a viral story, and um, it's really hard because people are very invested in cutting you down or making assumptions yeah. about who you are or how you think and you're like you know and of course you're a brand you're a business so you want to write back to them to go fuck themselves exactly. but you're like, you know, I know really, <laughs> you know you really want to write back like get a fucking life I and know. get off of my Instagram how sad for yeah. some people to feel that they have to bash others to make themselves feel better right and I think you know? too you know and look obviously like you said you did not do this campaign and, and for my situation it was like look I realize exactly where this story went south I apologized immediately but then to have people like there's no room for error right now on the internet it's like people don't make mistakes you know so it's like suddenly it's all you danny you know blonde in the district like you were the one that made the campaign it's like i didn't uh, make the damn thing like come on people like cut me a break you know what i mean i did not like i i didn't do that and my blog is all about dc you know what i mean so saying i'm a poor representation of dc at first i was like oh my gosh this is awful and i was like what are they talking about i know better i know better than that (laughs) so you know it, it's yeah. just, it is what it is. Like people, and but you got like um, death threats and stuff. That's so oh my crazy. god! Yeah. Oh, people were like, you need to die. Like, oh my god. yeah. Oh my god! Remember when um, Kim K was like robbed, and people were like, yes. I wish that she had been murdered. Like, how awful for some for people to say. Yeah. So the trolling too. Some of my friends were like, Well, I guess you've like made it because <laughs> you know what it's like to have haters. And I was like, You're right. If you go to any of Kim K's posts, like she, she always has some hating. How you know? Hate. And actually, it was like the first time I empathized with them. With them, I'm like, yeah. you know what? Damn. To live under that and like you can't feel like you can't do anything right no matter what you do yeah. is is pretty amazing so well anyway you look great and I think it's yeah. really good and I love the fact that you kept the picture up and you know it wasn't your campaign idea and you've moved on and, and yeah. you're growing from it so I think that's terrific uh, so we wanted to get your thoughts on some stories that happened uh, you probably heard the clip the Laurel and the Yanni yes. clip from last week but what did you hear by the way so it's so weird I was actually listening to your last podcast and at first I heard Laurel, but then I heard Yanni after what? it kept getting played more. Yes, I'm like <laughs> you did. I was like, wait a second, did it? Sh- did they do that on purpose? Or was that me? So yeah, so I heard both. Well, I love it. The actor behind the voiceover, this guy Jay Aubrey Jones, says that uh, he doesn't. He says that it was completely Laurel. And he says that uh, while he insists that other people are hearing Yanni, he doesn't. He's a Broadway and television actor. And uh, he said when it first started, he usually works for Vocabulary.com. Who knew that they had a voiceover person? Okay. (laughs) Uh, And he recorded those two. He recorded like Yanni and Laurel as words for Vocabulary.com. So when you look up how to pronounce a word, he was just doing a random reading. Then he says last week, like everybody else, his friends started sending him the clip. And at first he says he doesn't, he didn't even recognize his own voice. Um, But he hears the word uh, Laurel completely. And then he swears that if you're hearing Yanni, it's probably the device that you're listening on. Ah, interesting. Which there's been lots of speculation that either there are two different clips, which now that kind of does make sense because this guy's basically saying, yeah, I recorded Yanni and then I recorded Laurel. So that kind of makes sense that someone's- Which one are you listening to? Yeah. Which one are you listening to? And then we've also, you've probably heard this too, but a lot of people say it comes down to the pitch that you're listening in. Mm -hmm. So if it's like a lower tone than people hear Yanni- Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 
minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. 
Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I'm so glad you're so young and you hear Laurel because the women that work on this show, they're like in their early 20s and they were like, Yanni. I'm like, oh my God, does this mean I have old ears? Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I am by no means young, but thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> you do. You, you Are you in your 20s? You look I'm, really- no, I'm, I'll am i be 34 in June. Really? Yes. Oh my God, lie to him. You look so good. <laughs> uh, AJ, our producer was going to chime in and say something. What were you going to say, AJ? Really fast. All I hear now is Laurel. I can't hear Yanni anymore. Really? Yeah. Can't okay. You're listening to a different clip. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Also, you look great for 34. You're gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah, Danny is. <laughs> Thank uh, you. We also have to thank Danny, and I want your thoughts on this. On Saturday, we had a royal wedding party here at Podcast Village. Oh, my God. It was amazing. We have to oh, thank awesome. Oscar Santana is one of the owners here. He was fantastic. He and his wife, Shannon, got up at like 6 in the morning to get here. We had 20 listeners. We watched the whole thing. We did a live broadcast, which you can see on my Facebook. We didn't make it a podcast because we kind of wanted to make it a unique experience. Um, To watch Prince Harry and now the Duchess of Sussex get married, Meghan Markle. Them. What did you think, by the way? Did you watch? Yes, I did. I was a little bit late. I overslept a little bit because I was... Um, I like it was Saturday really, yeah, morning? Yeah, it was Saturday morning. <laughs> and I, I like got yeah, up know. and I was like opened Instagram and I was like, oh shit, I got to turn the TV on. So I like ran and turned the TV on. I thought she looked absolutely stunning. Did you like the dress? Givenchy. Yes. And you did. I thought it was a little it was, plain. Uh, it was a little plain, but I I feel like for that, like you, you have to be very classy. Like at the end of the day, she looked very elegant. She looked very chic. And her um her um veil I thought was stunning. Veil was, was gorgeous. It was just beautiful. And I was reading that it had like um fi- what is it the there was something like sewn onto it that had like meaning um for I think for England. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. something like that. I, I don't quote me cuz I'm like saying it wrong, but um but yeah, I thought that that was a really cool touch and I just thought she looked stunning in her dress he after. Did look her, like, the- oh, I loved that. I loved the party night dress. Like, I, I mean, I would have worn that as a wedding gown, but you know. Yeah. But I mean, I Trashy thought she American. Looks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone I was mean, like g- giving um George Clooney grief because he didn't wear the traditional like. Yes, the woman we had here, she was from England, and she was like somewhat offended by George yeah. Clooney's outfit. Did you? I mean, we're American, so I thought yeah, it was great. I, but- I mean, of course he looked great, and Amal looked, I mean, stunning. They together. Oh my gosh, them and like um Victoria and David Beckham looked oh. so oh my gosh, amazing. I die, but um. But yeah, no, I I thought he looked great. I didn't know that there was like a dress code. I I had no idea either. I had no idea. But they did. And they looked very, very in love. And I thought, you know, we all were in agreement. The ceremony was great. And the choir that sang Stand By Me. And Bishop Curry was amazing. And so it was a really cool change in tradition. I, I agree. I loved it. Well, for everybody that came out, too, thank you guys so much for being here. We had such a great time, and we'll be having another party, I'm sure, soon. Uh, AJ also put up on her Instagram, um, the Andrea Lopez. You had a really funny meme, which was essentially Ed Sheeran and Cardi B, like how they kind of look like Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, and I loved it. (laughs) 
I it's probably like it's probably too short notice to pull it up, but maybe you can pull it up at the end of the show. It was so funny. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll find it. AJ, that was like the <laughs> I best. I died because they really do kind of like resemble them, and then I I, I had oh, to put it up. Hysterical. Uh, also, Catfish. I I'd asked you, Danny, before you came on the show, if you watched the show on uh, Catfish on MTV. Yes. If you were a fan, you said you are. Yeah. So I um I'm surprised. It's kind of like the War of the Roses. I'm like, is it still around? <laughs> still around? Like you know I but yeah. Yes, I, I, and you know, when I'm in it's the so mood to like Catfish watch. Catfish is still around? Catfish is still around. Um, you know, oh, yeah, when you want to like a lift up of your life and you're like, oh, at least I didn't think that Katy Perry and I were dating for seven years. I know. And I just put it on and I'm like, these people like, uh, but again, it goes back to like hiding behind this like internet persona to like troll somebody. And some of them are mean. I was actually watching this this weekend and one of the, the girl was getting catfished by a friend of hers who was trying to like get back at her for some stupid joke from like high school. Oh my God. I How know. mean. That is so mean. Well, MTV has halted the production of Catfish uh, in light of new allegations of one of the host and the creators uh, who was, was allegedly sexually harassed a woman. Now, he's completely denying that. Uh, but MTV says they take the allegations extremely seriously. Aisha Morgan, who appeared on Catfish th- three years ago, uploaded two videos to YouTube uh, describing her experience on the show. In the video, she says the main guy on the show, who she identifies as Jack, repeatedly pursued her, inquiring about her sexuality and trying to convince her no longer to be a lesbian but to be with him. Morgan also discussed a separate instance where she said she was sexually assaulted by a female production staffer who she only referred to as Carol. She said the two had been drinking beers and she became significantly inebriated. The producer invited her to her hotel room, claiming that they uh, she had two beds, but they only needed to share one. I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable for these allegations. Nev Shulman is Catfish's co-host and executive producer. He is denying the allegations. The behavior described, this is his quote, in this video did not happen. And I'm fortunate that there were are a number of former colleagues who were present during this time period who are willing to speak up on behalf of me and the truth. He said in a statement. So the investigation is ongoing, but. I'm with you. This show kind of jumped the shark for me, honestly, when they did have the guy who thought he was dating Katy Perry for like five years. And then they go to meet him and it's like this woman that's like in England, like 85 years old, like living in a house. It's just like, okay, come on. Like, <laughs> like come on. Who yeah, believes? No. I mean, come on. Who really believes that they're dating Katy Perry? I mean. And you haven't met her in five yeah, years. Yeah, in five years. Like, yeah, okay. On. Don't you think she'd invite you to one of her shows or something? Like, Don't you think there'd be anything? <laughs> yeah, anything. Anything. Oh, my God. Um, So crazy. Oh, so also I wanted to go back just for a second. People are are giving you a lot of great um, comments, by the way, Danny, on our Facebook page in regards to the Washingtonian campaign. People are extremely sensitive, Alyssa says, due to gentrification uh, because obviously D.C. is known as Chocolate City at one point. uh, Now the now a lot of natives can barely afford to ride the train. uh, But they say but she goes on to say it's totally unfair to Danny, though. Seriously. Uh, Jalen says, I don't understand the bashing of Danny. The fault lies completely on Washingtonian. It sucks that she had to go through that. So, yeah, I think a lot of people understand, you know, explaining it that obviously it wasn't you. And yeah, Yeah. I mean. And it's never my intention to align myself with a campaign that that is offensive to anybody. You know what I mean? So I just I want that to to be known that, you know, that. That wasn't me, I swear. You know, right, it's, I just happened to be selected by the Washingtonian to be a part of it. So Right, and it's one of those things, too, like you were saying, you know, you never even think to ask, like, oh, well, who? what are you doing this with this campaign? Because, like, you, you you admired them. It was an honor. Right, you know? I was so excited to be working with them. I was like, oh, my gosh, this, you know, it's a personal goal of mine. I was like, yes, and then. Right. 
Yeah, then exactly. This but you know. Now you are married. Yes. How long have you been with your husband? So my husband and I have been together for um, years. For like, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> like years. How long? How long? Actually, how long? So we actually met in in college. We met through um, a mutual friend, and we like dated in in college. And then it ended really badly. And really? so we didn't talk to each other for like years. And then we ended up um, running into each other at a happy hour. And he pursued me like hard the second time around. And I was like, mm-mm. Like, I'm not going back with this. Like, I mean, obviously I liked him. I always liked him. You know what I mean? Right. So eventually he wore me down. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm going to drop this front because I actually like you. I've always liked you, you know. So, yeah, the now, rest is history. What's the deal? I never really see him on your social media. So I was. I love this story, by the way, because here are the eight reasons why couples rarely share relationship status on social media. Yeah. And I go back and forth with my own boyfriend, Dan, who never really wants to be on social media, but sometimes right. I drag him on. Yeah. And, of course, you know, I'm a whore for a sale. So I'm like, absolutely, if they want to buy you, you're for sale. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> couples yeah. campaign, we're doing it. So, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, same. And I'm like, same, so and and like our dynamic is really very funny. He's he's hysterical, but like people meet him and they're like, "Dude, do you have a dick?" And I'm like, "No, you just have to get to know him." He's like hysterical. That's why. And um, so Your like our comic, yeah. So so people, um, I like to sometimes show like we went to brunch yesterday and he was making all these funny comments about like the champagne glasses and stuff. And so I will share him like on stories and stuff like that. Right. Or, you know, funny funny things he says but like I I just I don't like to our relationship is ours you know what I mean that's yeah. I feel like I'm selling so much of myself already on like Instagram <laughs> and social media like I want something to be private so that's why I kind of keep him you know well uh they say here are some of the reasons people who post more often are more likely to be psychopathic or narcissistic that's not good for us no that's not good <laughs> We post all the time. A survey of 800 men ages 18 to 40 found that the narcissism and psychopathy uh, predict the number of selfies posted. Um, And they say that the same thing goes for couples. Couples who are less narcissistic and care less about what people think of their appearances don't post as often. When you're happy, you don't get distracted by social media. Couples who post a lot tend to be insecure. Do you think that's true? Yes. And it's like those people are like, I I think so. That kills me. That makes me worry about John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. I like them. They're different, though. I mean, they can, like, do no wrong. And everyone wants to see them because they're so damn cute together. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's fine. But, like... I, I get it. And there's some people that are just posting like, oh, my gosh, look at us here. Look at us there. And, and we're so in love. And then they break up like the, the next week. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yes, about? Yes. So No, that is true. It is absolutely true. And they say, lastly, um, couples are better off when they keep arguments offline. Do you ever share any arguments? I think that is a good one. I share all the dirt on Dan. Every argument we have, I'm always You're on like, here. listen to what this asshole did. Yes, oh my God, awful. And I do feel bad, like, this this weekend we just went down to Fredericksburg. He had this really important soccer tournament. He, he coaches soccer, and um, they got all the way to the finals, and then they lost in this penalty penalty kick game. But, oh. like, he did such a great job, and I was just, like, so proud of him. And I always, I feel bad because, like, lots of times this is, the show is our therapy. Like, everyone that comes on, we just dish all the bad. Yeah. So I'm always like, people must think I really fucking hate him. And I'm like, this is, like, <laughs> like the I one thing. Yeah. Like, this weekend. I was like so proud of him. I'm like, he did such a great job. And it was well, see, so you're saying killer. something positive though. Yes. And it really like when I was watching him coach under pressure, I was like, oh, this is what I love about him. Like he's so cool, calm, collected. Like he's so good under pressure. And it was one of those like moments where you're like, oh my God, please, you know, yeah. just let them win. But you know, you win That's some. Such you lose some. So, That's such a bummer. That's such a bummer. Yeah, it was. Um, a couple more stories. Then we do pineapple mail to sort of finish out. Um, and by the way, people are also Paolo says that she loves your hair color. 
Oh, thank you. I go do Illusions of Georgetown. Amanda really? does my Amanda does my color. Mm-hmm. Looks really good. Yeah. Um, this was a big moment. I love this. Alaskan Airlines shared that their first ever in-flight crew was all uh, black women that flew last week. It was a historic day. The video has now been seen over a million times. In-flight announcements are an experience travelers, of course, normally tune out, but they didn't last week when they took the sky. Alaskan Airlines in-flight announcement only broke the mold of boring flight pro- uh, proclamations to basically make the historic same statement. Captain Tara Wright is about to announce to Alaskan Airlines passengers that they'll be piloted by two African-American female pilots for the first time in Alaskan Airlines history. That was pretty amazing. I love that story. Yes, I do too. And it was great to see everybody's reaction. Everybody on the plane was so happy. They were like, can I take photos with you? They were videoing. Um, So what a historic, historic day. Last week. That was really cool. Um, and Beyonce, you know, everybody says that they would go to the church of Beyonce. Are you a big Beyonce fan, Danny? Um, so I do like Beyonce, but I have to say, uh, Lady Gaga is my, like, queen. Your, you actually kind of look like Lady Gaga. <gasps> do people tell you that? Oh, my God. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Thank you. <laughs> my No, my best friend will sometimes, like, send me, like, um, uh, DM, like, photos of, like, Lady Gaga. She's like, you look like Lady Gaga here. And I'm like... Thank you. God. <laughs> Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to But no, for. I do love Beyonce. I love everything that she stands for. I do lo- enjoy her music. Well, and I have she's... to, it's funny you say that because I have to say that my queen bay would have to be Rihanna. Like, okay, I'm a that's big a bad girl Riri because yeah. I think Rihanna gives zero, zero fucks. Yeah, she does. I, Beyonce is beyond talented, but I do think Beyonce and Jay now have a very orchestrated um you know, they're real. They're definitely real. And I loved Jay-Z's interview with David Letterman about therapy and cheating. Right. But I think they're very calculated. Yeah. Whereas Rihanna, I feel like, gives zero fucks. Yeah. And I, I love every minute of it. I, 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 I agree with that. And I do love Rihanna, too. There's no word if Beyonce is actually starting her own church, but she has bought a 7,500-square-foot house of God in the Big Easy, which, of course, is New Orleans. It's more than 100 years old. It was listed at $850,000. It's unclear what she's going to do with it, but Solange owns a home right down the street. The church is beautiful. Yeah, I I looked at the picture. It looks awesome. I mean, I would go get information at Beyonce's (laughs) church. Like, sign me up. Sign me up. Definitely get (laughs) information for that. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, let's do a little. I know you got to get out of here. So I want to uh, do a little pineapple mail and get your thoughts on this. Uh, pineapple mail is mail that we get from listeners every single week. You can always email me, Sarah at HayFrage.com. Um, anything, advice, feedback, whatever you like. We read them all. Uh, so this is from a guy. He doesn't want his real name put out there. Okay. So we're just going to call him Bill. All right. Bill, okay. Bill says, hey, Sarah, first, I love the podcast. I loved it from day one. Been following you from your radio days up to New York, Connecticut. Oh, I didn't do much there. Uh, Back to (laughs) 107.3. You're doing great. So I wanted to try waxing, and I figured that you would be the best person to reach out to about this. What do people think? Like, I just, (laughs) the master waxer over here. I've never been waxed. And wanted to know the best place, practices for how to make it the least painful, et cetera. It seems like no one has anything on their website about men's waxing, except for a few blurbs. And I need to know more. Any tips you can provide uh, would be great. I don't really want to show up somewhere and have them look at me like some sort of freak. Oh when my I gosh, this poor guy. <laughs> You're not a freak, Bill. <laughs> You're not a freak. Bill says, I'm going to be asking for them to wax my personal areas. Thank uh, you okay. so much for being an inspiration. <laughs> I okay, mean- well, Bill. 
So you're a professional, like, wax, like, maven, well, like... You we know, you do know. work with Waxing the City in Alexandria, and they do men's waxes. I want to know who you, if so there's a I, male place. Do you know so anyone? I go to um, Seta Wax Studio. They have a location in Bethesda and in Mosaic District. Okay. But they don't do... Me- they do men's waxing, but they do not do the men's private... Arts. Arts. Okay, waxing. well, or Bill, you could come on the show. We'll wax you right here. <laughs> We're not we're not afraid at all. Um anyway, no, but Waxing the City does in Alexandria. I would totally go. I'm sure they'll still give you a discount. First time you go in, you get fifty percent off if you just tell them Sarah Fraser sent you. And they're so good. They've we've seen them. Adam, who's a model. Actually, do you know Adam I asked? You probably know all day Adam. He's oh, this Instagram I, model from DC. All what? day Adam? I you don't know. To, him. You need Is to also partner handle? with him. Yes. I'm gonna look him up like He's right now. super hot. Oh, I don't well, know this. I don't we, know him. We did a waxing party for men a couple of oh. we, a couple of months ago and he was there and we waxed his chest. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Was it like in um what what movie is that with um? Oh my god! It was completely like forty year old virgin. <laughs> yes, we were like ah. No, he was like saying Kelly Clarkson the whole thing, and I think like parts of the chest are very sensitive. So it's like because when I have a bikini wax, it's so pain free. Yeah, yeah. Like, do, do you mind wax? Like I get my whole body wax. I don't. Yeah, think it's I, I do like uh, yeah like everything. I've had like every my face like face everything like I um I don't. There's no real good way to like, do, like the face I feel like is the worst. I do too. I think it's worse than the oh, bikini, don't uh, you? Yeah, agree. hundred percent. hundred percent. I don't even mind underarms, like legs I think are easy. Yeah. Legs I feel are painful. Well, they are a little bit, you're right, like on the shin t- part. Yeah, and like, like the anywhere. knee. Oh gosh. Yeah. It makes me like, there's no like good way, like you just have to deal with it. You know what I mean? Just deal with it. Well, I will say, I mean, Waxing the City, their whole thing is that their wax is like a special kind of like formula that's supposed to be a little bit pain-free. And I literally get my hoo-ha wax and it's like the most pain-free, relaxing thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, at um, Seta, they have their own wax too. And it, I mean, it's pretty painless for the most part, you know? It is. People are um, loving this. Leah is laughing hysterically. Yeah. Bill, go get it. <laughs> try one. Well, try waxing the city. Alexandria, that's where you need to go. They wax men. Good and luck, Bill. They will not, they won't bother you at all. I mean, they really, they won't, like, laugh at your, like... Other people have it done, too. You know what I mean? Like, if there's a service, it's there for people to go to use, to utilize. So, go for it, Bill. Um, Danny, where can people follow you if they... And you also, every month, you have a meetup that you do. Tell us about that. So, um, Bubbles and Bloggers. So, um, it's a monthly meetup, and it's... You have to um, be an influencer or blogger. You have to have a valid, like, website. You have to have a valid URL. Um, And it's a place for the local um, influencing community to come together, meet each other. It's very more social. It's not... um, it's not really as educational. It's more of a social, like, come together, networking. Um, we do different things. We one time did a wine tour. We, you know, do happy hours. Uh, we do exercise classes. So it all depends, you know, like, I try and change it up so it's yep. not the same thing every month. But, um, no, we have um, great turnouts. And it's it's great. It's actually um, a place that everyone can come and feel welcome. Because when I started blogging, I felt like the blogging community was so, like, clickish and I didn't feel welcome I went to one event in particular and it was hosted by like five different bloggers and like nobody like wanted to like speak or like introduce themselves or anything interact they were just talking amongst themselves and I was like 
okay, guys, like, let's change <laughs> this up a little bit. Let's like, like yeah, more. let's make people feel invited. Like we're all in the industry. So, you yes. Know. And that's what it like. That's the thing is like, once you get to that place of collaboration, so many more opportunities open for you because Absolutely. people love to work with people that, you know, when you're down or, or like you just throw a lead to somebody like people don't forget that they're so no. grateful for yeah. that. And it comes back around. Oh, 100 percent. 100%. I'm always so grateful when somebody, you know, throws, recommends you or recommends throws. or yeah, I mean, it's great. And I always try and return the favor too. Well, blondeinthedistrict.com is her website. You can follow her. Yes. It's blonde underscore in the district in on the district. Instagram. Mm-hmm. On Instagram. Oh my God, you were amazing. Thank you so much. Thank for being you. Here. Thank you so much for having me. Follow Danny. You Bye. guys have a fabulous Monday. We'll be back on Wednesday. Paul Wharton will be here with a special edition. I mean, not really that special. <laughs> what? We're here like every Wednesday. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Bye, you guys. Love you. Thank you for coming to our royal wedding party.